great future. We're talking real money. Welcome once again to another exciting edition of the Talking Real Money podcast. I am Don McDonald, along with Thomas Charles Cock the third, no, second, the fourth. Let's do. I can't keep track. Too many numbers. You're the last, aren't you? Too. You're 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 a junior, and there it ain't ends, nobody behind. I think you. it ends right here, it my friend. Ends here, it where, ends it, here. where it should end. Darn it! Yeah, I, I yeah. got it. I was a I was a junior too, and so until I stopped using the junior, I went, yeah. "Why?" It sounds. I don't stupid. have to. Yeah, my dad's gone. I could just be no. the. Guy I'm the now. only one. Oh, okay. I'm the only one. I, wait, Woo-hoo! I gotta say though, I doubt you're. While I might be the only Tom Cock, I doubt you're the only Donald no. McDonald. No, just as a saying, matter of fact, I'd I be often, surprised. I often get invitations to ah. events in Australia because they had a prime minister named Don McDonald. Ah, there you go. And so I'm always getting these things. <laughs> Mr. Like, Prime Minister. Guys, sir. guys, 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 guys. I know I'm I know I'm at Don McDonald or DonMcDonald.com. Yeah. Uh-huh. But I'm not your Prime Minister. Maybe you look should pretend at, to be the Prime Minister. What do the, you care? Might be kind of fun. Crikey. Crikey. <laughs> <y'all>. Crikey. <laughs> crikey. Might Give be me kind a, of a Foster's Lega, crikey. I want it now with another <laughs> shrimp a, on the Barbie. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, shrimp on the Barbie and a roux. Uh <laughs> Don't grill the roux though. They're kind of tough from what I'm I don't told. Know. I don't I don't know me roux. Yeah, okay. All right. Um okay, today's topic. Yeah. I'm gonna get to today's topic. What's hot, what's not? What's hot, what's not? Yeah. yeah. There are uh, and uh, once again, it's the stupidity of the pundits uh is is raising its rearing its ugly, well, nasty head. Yes. It's not just the pundits though. It's a pundit. It's people that invest in things too, because they're piling money into guess what? Oh, I know. Precious metals. Yeah, six hundred and fifty three yeah. million dollars in the first quarter went into the spider gold shares. Mm-hmm. That's the the largest quarterly inflow since uh, the first quarter of 2022. So it is, and what's been going on with gold? Hey, wait a minute! I should have been doing that because look at this. Uh, the gold futures contract, as of the time of this writing, April 14th, the article I'm reading from the Wall Street Journal, up 13 percent year to date. Can you do you know anything else that's up 13 percent this year? I don't really know. Um, so wow, wow, wow! Got to get into this. Okay, wait, stop oh, that! Stop no? right there! Okay, stop right there! Darn it! We're back to no. Let's, let's compare what gold has done the past year with what gold has done. Well, I'm just I'm going to be really generous, and I'm going to say the past ten years, just ten years. Gee, gold lost twenty eight percent. Wait, in, in the 10-year period? In, no. Two, in 2013, it lost 28%. Wow. In 2014, it lost 2%. In 2015, it lost 10.5%. In 2018, it lost 2%. In 2021, it lost 4 In 2022, it lost 1%. Oh, wow. Whoopee, whoopee. Whoopee, whoopee. <laughs> so you had to wait the 10 years just to make anything and the after you lost year, all that. The 10-year average return is a, is a little over 3%. That sounds like. Uh, Does that sound familiar to another 3%, number? Wait, three percent. Think 3%. about it. Ah, the inflation rate of inflation. Yes. Yeah. Huh. Do you notice something curious about gold? <laughs> if you look at it long term, don't look at the little spiky wikies along the way. Uh, look at it long term and long, long, long term. And by for gold, long term is not three years, five years, or ten years. For gold, long term is a hundred, five hundred. 
2000. But what about what about all the interest and dividends it's been paying during that period of time? Oh, ev- you know what? I, I That's what that was. Yeah. The only gold I own is this ring on my finger, and I was wondering what all these little gold droppings were on my desk. Keep shaving them off. There's your yeah, dividends, dude. Yeah, it keeps dropping little gold dividends. It's, it's like the bird over my car. It's dropping little... <laughs> this is... We're being facetious. Yeah. Have you ever seen gold pay a dividend? I no, I have not actually. I, I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath for that either. By the way, no. And, uh, and honestly, I, has gold ever gone up long term at a rate greater than that of inflation? And let me tell you, I, I just happen to know the answer. Oh yes, no, no. Oh good, I was hoping for that. Um, but on the other hand, as your favorite economist likes to say. Mm. On the other hand, on the other hand, on, on the other hand, guess what? Uh, next month, the I bond is going to have its new interest rate. Oh, and it'll be lower. Oh, you think? Well, because remember, it was nine down. point. It was nine point six percent or something, just like two hours ago, and now yeah. <laughs> it's it's estimated to have. Hold your breath, you yeah. I bond. Yeah. returns chasers yeah. 3.8 percent beginning may 1st i am shocked the number of people that i talked to that ran into have to buy i bonds because they're paying 9.6 i did i know i, I bought know a couple of them and what's my yeah. average annual return over 30 Higher years than that of gold yes i i was gonna make that comparison over but over 30 years it'll be close no but i'm not gonna hold it for 30 right. years well it's a 30-year bond I know, but you don't have to hold it five. for thirty. I think and you have to you hold can, it for five, and you right? can return it to the government. You're not you're not selling it in the secondary market like you would. So that's why it really it's calling it a thirty year bond is kind of misleading because if you buy a thirty year treasury bond and you want out, you have to sell it in the secondary market. Right. And if rates have changed dramatically, you could lose money. The I bond, you sell it back right back to the treasury at what you paid for it plus the interest. I hate these advisors. They ask about these sort of things, though. I'm not even going to give his full name, but his, the advisor is Shane. He works for Synchronous Wealth Advisors, and he mm-hmm. says, my belief is it will go up. A higher fixed rate is very attractive since it stays with you for the life of the bond. Did he just huh? say, I think it's going to go up? Yeah, yeah. Wait, wait, wait. On what does he base I, that? No oh, idea. I just feel it. No idea. I've got a feeling. I've got a little wiggly and feeling in my chest, and what I'm pretty sure that's not a heart attack. <laughs> the, I think it's higher rates. The last year, it's gone from what nine something to six something to three something. Yep. I mean, it's not 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 a good trend line if you're thinking up here. Yeah, but you <laughs> know, my timing up. was good. <laughs> Your timing was great, but you don't get that rate forever. This is the other thing people forget. You got it for six months. You don't get that for the length of the five-year hold that you're going to have. What was the name of that firm again? Synchrony? Synchronous Wealth oh, Advisors. Beautiful Santa Barbara, California. Okay, gold and I-bonds. Gold and I-bonds. All right, gold. 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 No, we do not recommend uh, precious metals. Mm-hmm. Because the long-term performance of precious metals lags basically everything other than inflation. <laughs> Stocks and bonds beat the pants off of the long-term performance of gold. Gold is one of those, it just it's one of those weird emotional, like I just right. got on gold because right. things gold, are going to hell in a handbasket. Gold should be, it should be on Star Trek. It should have been instead of Captain Kirk, it should have been Captain Gold and, and, and Lieutenant Spock, the logical <laughs> one, because gold is totally illogical. Gold is one of the most illogical investments ever created. 
Yeah, it drives me crazy. But here's another thing. Um, if, if you really want to own gold, the metal, it's it's very unattractive when it comes to the pricing when you have to buy it because you have to go to somebody and buy it. Number two, the more unattractive part is the storage, right? Because if you leave it with them, they usually charge you some outrageous fee to hold the physical gold or you got to keep it in your house, which I think that makes literally no sense. May I suggest an alternative if you must own gold? No, no, because oh. there is no alternative. <laughs> yeah, there is an alternative, actually, no, that you will find attractive. I, I, I guarantee it. it. I, I guarantee it. I guarantee if it's it. GLD, I'm nope, not speaking It's anymore. not GLD. Nope, right. it's not the ring on my finger. All right. It is, guess what? <gasps> you own a diversified portfolio, and in that portfolio, you have gold mining companies. You have gold Ooh. processing companies. You even have companies that sell gold, probably. Right. You have jewelers and, that sell gold. And places yeah, in the that gold store business. gold. Yeah, exactly. So you own gold related businesses and you know what's funny gld is actually the the uh the etf from s&p yeah it's actually a worse idea in some ways than owning gold in some ways because from what i can tell and i've only been talking on the radio about money since 1988 so you know i don't have much experience but from what a rookie yeah yeah from what i've heard and talked about um gold most people promote gold as an investment for its value as not a hedge against inflation because it hasn't always been that, but it, it has you know long term. Not as that, but as a currency of last resort. That's the thing. Is like, well, if the, if the U.S. dollar goes to heck okay, in a handbasket, then uh, then I'm going to have me gold. Well, if you own GLD, you're not going to have your gold. And if you you mentioned the word hedge, it's a hedge against fear. Yeah. It's sold on fear. But you need to own the rock. With the United States running into the debt ceiling issue and the blah, 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 yeah, blah, 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 you got to own it. Then, But and you, you wouldn't, but what GLD isn't going to help. No, it not. guess if what? You the, They can't bring it to your house. No, they can't. They're not going to cash in the shares <laughs> for, for chunks of gold. No, it's not going to work. So if the economy collapses, you need the, the, the coins or the little bricks in the basement <laughs> which I do not recommend. And if you, by the way, if you have a lot of those, please email me separately. We'll be coming by to see you later. You're, yeah. Okay. Oh, and that's the other thing. If you, if you store it, like you store it at a bank. Oh, well, the fees again, are outrageous. the economy collapses. How are you going to go get it? They're not going to let you huh. in. Wait, this is one of the securities of banks of that. So the banks don't have my money, but they will have my gold is what you're saying. Yeah. And, and, <laughs> and if I'm the banker, and I'm thinking the world is coming to an I'm end, but I bet there's gold. a lot of gold in those safe deposit boxes. Uh, and I know technically I'm not supposed to do this, that it's illegal, but there but is no. It's coming to an but, end. Yeah, it's total anarchy and nobody really cares. And I got a crowbar and I'm going to be in there in 15 minutes. And uh, those boxes are all pried open and I'm taking the stuff out. By the way, you can learn more about that by watching the, what is it, The Last of Us? Anyway, so you can see what people actually care about when the world's over. And it ain't gold. It's just, just nope. you'll notice when they watch. Isn't that the, that's the show, right? Last of Us. Yeah, that yeah. and Walking Dead both did scenes about money. Yeah, then nobody cares about money. Nobody anymore. cares. All right, how about a couple of quick questions here? This one comes sure. from beautiful Spokane, Washington, where I saw you drive through snow berms so many years ago. You had like, me driven through snow berms, <laughs> like eight foot high snow in a limo. That was crazy. It that was, was the snow the mo. This, that was the days. Those were the days. Ah, uh, Jacob writes us from there. It says. 
I know you have recommended AVUV for the small cap value portion of portfolios. All the research I've done points to it being a good investment. However, it's an actively managed exchange traded oh. fund. What about AV is AVUV is so good? You recommend it against your advice of not investing in actively managed ETFs. Oh, this makes me crazy. And this, I, I blame Avantis and Dimensional for this. I do. I blame them because they don't. <laughs> and a lot of advisors are this way too. Well, I, I don't want to be thought of as a passive fund. It means I'm not doing anything if I'm passive. So I'm, I'm active, but Okay, by active, and we're going to have to modify some definition somewhere. Somebody made up the name evidence-based funds. I hate that name, too, I, but I don't know of a better one. Rules-based. Rules, again, too many words. But <laughs> you, you want it really simple. I want it really simple. I want yeah. something because it's like passive, yeah. active, and it's sort of inactive, <laughs> impassive. <laughs> inactive, impassive. I got to think that through we're, a little bit. We're impassively passive hmm. or we're inactively active or we're inactive. I don't okay, know, but there's a better the word. question I'm from Jacob. I'm going to. Okay. I just was trying to get the terminology down. Here's the answer to the question. No, yes. it's not active in the way we believe it. Uh, active investing works. Active mutual funds are managed by managers who pick securities to fill out the portfolio based on either technical or fundamental research or even hunches. But Avantis and dimensional funds use a strict set of rules to determine what goes into a portfolio. So there is no human emotion involved in the process. Ooh, Emotionless? Emo emotionless investing. Emotion-free. emotionless, but emotionless. E emotionless. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and by the way, so this is, I think I think you, you put that very well. This is, AVUV is closer to an index fund than it is an actively managed under the traditional terminology yes. fund. That's how I think you should look at it. Yeah, because it basically has a relatively set portfolio that only changes that only changes when stocks move in and out of its bands, its 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 rules. You know, like all oh, that fun. That's the stock is the right size. It has the right uh, uh, valuation, so it goes into the portfolio. Oh, the value went the the stock price went way up. It is no longer a value stock. It's now a growth stock. It's out of the portfolio. It's all based on where those bands sit and which stocks fall within those bands. If they move out of those bands, they're out. All right, good good answer. Very good answer. This one comes from Urbandale, Iowa. You never been Isn't to Urbandale, that, wait Iowa. a minute. That's that's an oxymoron. Because basically, <laughs> there's nothing urban in Iowa. Good point. I mean, Des Moines is hardly urban. Yeah, not not really. You're good. You make. A very I've been good through point. Cedar Rapids. It's definitely not. Not happening. Uh, okay, so this is Urbandale, Iowa. It's Matt. He writes, "I am not knowledgeable on investing." I'd no, say so nor many is things most there. of the country. I'd say so many things. Then you need to be our client. Uh, no. No, for, now stop that. <laughs> for for my fixed, oh, you want to be in the program that made money. You didn't mention that. For my fixed income portion, I looked at bond funds, decided to do it myself with brokered CDs and government bonds. Question, 
Does a bond fund, ETF, or mutual fund generally have higher returns versus a do-it-yourself fixed income strategy? In other words, can he go buy the bonds, the brokered CDs, and make more than just being in a bond index fund? The correct answer is, once again, it depends. Yes, can you? Are are you capable of doing? I mean, are you able to? Sure. But will you? Because here's why we suggest funds. I believe that you can do as well or better by building your own portfolio of laddered bonds or CDs. The problem is, as it always is, that crazy little thing called us, our brains, the emotion part of it that gets all caught up in, oh, well, you know, those three-year bonds, they pay less than my one-year bond. So I'm just going to buy more of the one-years for a while and wait until those three years come back up. And then you wait and they go down and they go down and go against you. Oh, I'm just going to keep waiting. And you're, and then your bonds mature and you, you're, you're, you're going to get caught in your emotional rat wheel, hamster wheel. I was trying to think I, of what by that critter was called. I'll make a small nit here. I think the differences that you're going to be able to achieve in finding your own bonds and CDs are going to be small. I think Vanguard, of course, buys thousands of these. They do it every single day. Boy, I'd, I'd have to see that to believe it, that you could outperform that. But go right ahead. I, I, I believe you can, but I do believe that, for example, if you started today, you are not going to get from BND, you're not going to get 5%. If you built a five-year ladder today of brokered CDs, you'd get an average annual return right around 5%. That's right. And, and, and what you would not get if you did it right. This is the problem, though. It's human emotions. If you did it right and you stuck with it long-term, you would not have any fluctuation in the value of your portfolio because you're going to be rolling every single year a, a CD at face value. It's not going to go up or down in value. You're going to buy it, face value, rolls over. Um, but I I know, I know people are going to fail at this. Very few people have the self-control and the high degree of discipline necessary to override their little lizard brains. And I'm going to, I'm going to trust Vanguard at Five basis points. <laughs> yeah, pretty exactly. small number. No, no. I mean, it's really hard. Come on, really? Anyway. Yeah, I don't think bit. you're going to beat it by a lot, no. but I think you could possibly. Yeah, you could. But I think your emotions are going to work against you to, to the extent that you will be worse off. Most people, I think, end up worse off. And that's been proven in so many studies on human behavior and, and investing. We are terrible investors because of our emotions. And beyond the emotions, most of us don't do a good job of even knowing what we own. How much do we have in large companies? How much do you have in small companies? Do you have growth? Do you have value? Do you have U.S. international? Most of us don't really even know how much you're paying others. You don't really pay that much attention to that. That's why we, for an hour, we will give you our time to look at your portfolio to help you understand all of that and to try to help you make things better moving forward. We do this absolutely free. Our advisors meet with people every single day all over this great country, and uh, it's 
pretty easy and to sign by up. By the for way, that. I want to make this real clear. This is not. I mean, if you if you became a client of ours, we would be happy, but because we like taking care of people's money, that's what we do. But this is not a solicitation to become a client like you hear on most of these things. This is truly a solicitation to give you something for free, and without any obligation. Huh? How do they do? How do they do it? No obligation and no high pressure sales pitch. It's not going to get sold stuff. You just go to talkingrealmoney.com and click meet an advisor. Bing. Meet an advisor. Do Bing. it. That's good. I like just making the sound effect. I know you do. Um, let's see. Uh, let's see. This comes out on Thursday. Oh, if you have questions and you'd like to speak with us, actually talk back and forth, call us on Saturdays. Tom and I sit in front of a mic with you calling in live from 3 until 5 p.m. every Saturday afternoon. That's noon to 2 on the West Coast. You just, at starting, if you call before 3 Eastern, it's going to go to voicemail and we'll answer the question later. But if you call after 3 and before 5, we will take the call live. Wait, we'll respond to you right there when you're on the right phone. Right there. Wow. Then I, and there. You know, but that's the live. kind of thing that led to the end of my first marriage. So it might work. It might not. Just saying. So may, might have been better recorded messages, frankly. I, yeah, probably. And maybe this is a fool's errand. I I, sh- <laughs> I think we should stop right now because I think that... Uh, that, that the only Sorry. way we're we're gonna the only way we're gonna get out of this is just to turn off the podcast so that tomorrow I will be answering questions and talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. As you keep the lawyers happy.